0: Well thank you guys for joining us for our podcast. Uh, The name of our podcast is The Eighth Day. Um, So I'm actually really excited about this because this is a dream of mine that has been going on for a couple years now and we're actually turning it into a reality and we got together and it's like, let's start a podcast and here we are. So this is our podcast. We're gonna do weekly posts, um, which is gonna be fun. We're just gonna talk about some random topics that people sent to us and just kind of dig deep into them. So to start out our podcast, we're going to go ahead and do uh, some introductions of all three of us to talk about who we are and what we do, and then from there we'll just go on and kind of follow along with the podcast. So to start out, my name is Jonah Christians. Uh, I'm a 21-year-old here in Euless, Texas. I'm originally from Missouri, Joppa, Missouri, and uh, I did football in high school, and now I'm just pursuing my Bachelor's of Arts in Christian Ministries, pastoral slash student. I'm a server at a Mexican restaurant serving enchiladas and burritos and margaritas. So that's what I do in my free time. And of course, I'm a photographer, videographer, and I uh, serve at Uncommon Church on the tech team. So that's a little bit about me, a little, a little bit of a nutshell, but as the podcast goes on, you guys are definitely going to learn more and more and more about us individually. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it to my buddy, Caleb. All right,
1: All right yeah, I'm Caleb, uh, Caleb Markham. I'm a 25 years old, uh, Michigan native, so another Midwesterner white guy with a beard over here. You know, just kind of doing the normal stuff. Uh, Jonah, you know, he came up with me the other day and he's like, hey, dude, let's do a podcast. And I'm like... All right, well, I think I'm funny, so here we are. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, I'm a full-time student at Messenger College, too. You know, going uh, for the same thing he is, you know, bachelor's of Christian ministry, pastoral, doing all the fun stuff, and yeah, we're here to have a good time. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm Keaton Rao. I'm, I'm 21. I'm from Indiana.
1: That's row, oh. sir.
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I'm from Indiana. Um, I'm here at Messenger College pursuing my Bachelor of Arts in Christian Counseling. I would have changed my major, um, but it would have added another year so I was like I'll stick it out yeah I mean (laughs) I remember Jonah was like let's do a podcast I'm like why the heck not but I was thinking about it like three things that we have in common is one we're all from the Midwest two uh we all had a particular encounter with the person of Christ and following that we decided you know this man is who he says he is yeah this man is going to do what he said he's going to do and we're going to follow this man for the rest of our lives and three, um, we just like to have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I was that third thing again? <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Okay, like
0: I said, this is something I've I've had a dream for like pre-COVID, and it fell apart. And now it's like you know what, time's available, resources are here. Let's start it, and just bring humor and sense and knowledge to. Yeah. the people in our community and our circle to kind of just help bring some light into the world pretty much.
1: So before we get started, guys, we have to address the issue of the name. We are called The Eighth Day. And for those of you that are, you know, Christian, semi-Christian group in church, you're probably giggling a little bit right now, getting ready to fire up into the comments section and uh, tear mm-hmm. us down. But Keaton, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about why we're called The Eighth Day?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so The Eighth Day, you know, in a, The Eighth Day in Jewish um, tradition and the Jewish custom had very particular in Important significance, you know, in Exodus, which I've been Caleb and I've been reading through Exodus Mm -hmm. as we read through chronologically through Scripture. uh, When um, God was giving the law to Moses, the eighth day signified one the Israel. Okay, my bad. It signified the Israelites' responsibility to God in their relationship to Him, and also, you know, concerning their property. You know, the eighth day following childbirth, the boy would be circumcised. You know, on the eighth day following the birth of oxen and sheep. Um, that ox and that sheep would be considered an acceptable sacrifice to the lord you know on that eighth day and you you might ask what is that what does that really mean to us uh, nowadays um, and i really believe that has deep and vast significance for us um, as new testament believers um, and these things i'm still learning about and we have barely even scratched the surface um, there's far more to discuss far too much to discuss for just an introduction but um, I'll start off with one scripture that I really think will help us get started. Uh, um, this is Romans 2, 28 and 29. And Paul wrote, saying, "...for he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God." you know, this is uh, to the Roman church where they were having very um, troublesome quarrels between the Gentiles and the Jewish believers. And um, one would say, I have preference because I'm a Jew. And the other would say, no, it's the other way around. But in the reality, um, circumcision, true circumcision is not of the heart. It is in the spirit. It is not of the letter, which speaks to the law, but it's of the heart in the spirit. Um, But yeah, and that's... That's one thing that I think really signifies itself for today, that circumcision is of the heart. Uh, We're not made righteous by how well we follow the word, but because God accomplished what the flesh could not. By sending his son to die, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk by the Spirit. And it really means, I believe it means that, you know, the circumcision of the heart means that the first seven days of our life, so to speak, um, we realize that it wasn't fulfilled and it wasn't complete until we gave that over to Christ. And following that decision to follow Christ is when we commenced the eighth day in our life. You know what I mean? And that's one kind of understanding of it. And it, it goes way beyond that. Um, there's so many interpretations of the eighth day. That's just kind of a, a general one that gets us started off. But mm-hmm. We are now walking in the eighth day. And uh, what is that? We, oh. Though we're in the eighth day now and we d- started that at salvation, it kind of continues after salvation. Um, one of our goals for this is to really just confront topics and issues that um, some people have shied away from and that we're not scared to, but um, we're going to really confront those face on and, and further conform into the image of Christ through those things, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, Yeah, th- there are definitely a lot of topics that have been brought to us um, that the church in today is, you know, we see as the three of us have agreed, that the church is kind of scared to talk about. And it's it's oppressing issues that are not just oppressing our older generation, but more importantly, our younger generation, um, which is our generation. Uh, So it's issues that are just oppressing the youth and kind of just tearing them down from top to bottom. And it's it's things we've seen, and it's issues that we believe, you know, it it comes from the heart because everything comes from the heart. All of our actions come from the heart and i feel like just cutting these things out of our lives is yeah. it is going to cleanse the heart and cleanse you know all the bad theology that's out there and focus into the theology that we need to focus on in christ yeah. and, and, and know yeah. the reason why that god allowed his son to die on the cross and allowed everything to happen the way it happened you know there's a purpose there's a will and there's a way behind every single thing and that's that's one of the reasons why we started to do this podcast because there's a will behind it, there's a way, there's a purpose behind this podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is yet. The <laughs> Lord is slowly opening the doors for us and yeah. slowly opening things for us to do. So it's just we're we're at the hem of His garment, saying, "Lord, just just guide us, yeah, take us, true. and we'll just mm-hmm. we'll just touch and go." So that's kind of like that in a nutshell. Kind of like issues that we'll be talking about. Of course, we'll probably be like talks of. Suicide in the church, you know, gays, homosexuals, and all these different things, abortion, racism, that's another big thing we see. Politics, even though that's a touchy subject, we don't even want to...
1: We don't even want to do it, let's be honest We don't want to
0: do it, but those are issues that really need to be just dug out of the dirt and just kind of talked about and just uprooted and definitely... Brought to light because the church has kind of just covered it and say, yeah, don't talk about that because you're going to offend the church. You're going to see the yeah. pews empty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of it's,
1: you know, And the fun thing is, too, is like we talked about the eighth day, you know, like at the eighth day, it was kind of it was a time of commencement. It was like a time of being new, you know, in much the same way. You know, this podcast, I mean, this is our first one. You know, we just kind of we put our stuff together and said, hey, let's do this. And we're running at it. So, you know, you know, bear with us. You know, not everyone's going to agree with everything we have to say. I mean, we get it. We're three white guys from the Midwest. What do we know? But at the same time, you know, we believe that there's, you know, wisdom in the counsel of others. And, you know, we're just going to kind of do this. And, you know, admittingly, we're going to take it a little easy tonight. Right. We're gonna, we, Oh, absolutely. We <laughs> got, we got a, a huge list of questions and some of them we were kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, you <laughs> know, we picked yeah. out a few just to, you know, talk about tonight, kind of ease everybody into it. And then, you know, we're still going to present biblical truth because we believe that that foundationally is what it's all about. So we'll have you know some biblical truth in there. But tonight we're just going to talk about a few simple things. And I think Jonah's got the list there. So we're just going to you know deep dive right into whatever it is here. He didn't tell us beforehand. So hopefully this isn't too terrible. He just told us it would be easy. So some of the topics that I'm going to be
0: choosing for tonight are pretty, like he said, laid back. Um, and a few of them kind of tie together. So we're just going to do them all at once pretty much. Um, so one of the first ones... Is why do guys pick up a whole bunch of
2: chairs at church? I don't want to answer this one. You guys go ahead. <laughs> you know, I think it's twofold. Um, first of which is <laughs> it's purely a matter of efficiency. Mad you know, facts. The, the more chairs that you can pick up, you know, with each arm. Um, that just simply means the more chairs you get from point A to point B. Hey, sooner right started, ahead. sooner finished. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly, right. Yeah. And then there's there, the obvious second um bonus effect that it it is just so impressive.
1: <laughs> it really like, I'm telling you, young guys, if there's one thing you can do that will impress just about everyone, leadership, ladies, everything, pick up at least three chairs in each arm. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. not kidding you. It is the most important thing that you can be doing in your ministry at this time.
0: So was that your limit was
1: three chairs? No, dude, I was at seven. <laughs> just, I'm bench pressing those things, dude. They're going right over the head. I'm getting like 14 at a time, seven on each arm.
0: You know, we think of the cross that Christ carried. It was pretty heavy. So Christ says, pick up the cross and follow me.
1: Yeah, he's got nothing on those chairs that you sit on at church.
0: So, yes. It doesn't matter if they're the wooden pews or the metal chairs or the white chairs. We don't care. So.
1: No, but in all seriousness, that's purely a young guy thing. I'm going to impress everybody. Carry as many chairs as I can. And you know what? Power to you guys. Makes it a lot easier for us. Definitely, All right, what do we got next? Definitely picked up a lot of chairs. My ideas. <laughs> definitely picked up, of chairs. picked up a lot of chairs. Jonah picked up a lot of chairs. I thought it was
0: impressive, so I was, just went ahead and picked did up it. a lot of chairs and picked up very few girls. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, that's what happens.
0: That's what happens when you're in ministry.
1: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
0: one of our next questions, uh, not really a question, but more of like, let's throw some out there. Um, the best pickup lines for Christian dudes? <laughs> yeah. I'll so, go.
2: I'll go. Yeah, you want to go? Yeah. Here's one. My parents are home.
1: Do you want to come over? <laughs> that was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Let's see. Um... Oh, you know what? I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, man, is that transfiguration? Because you're glowing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> here's a good
2: one. This one's biblical too. So I was, I was reading my Bible, you know, a couple days ago in the epistles and I was really just wondering like what did Paul mean by great another with a holy kiss
1: I don't want to talk about it
0: (laughs) you you see one right here it says how many times do I have to walk around you to make you fall for me talking about the walls of Jericho
1: Uh, that one's pretty bad Oh, here we go. Here's a classic right here. I put the stud in Bible study. There you go. There you go. I believe it. So when you guys are you know, listening to this, make sure you're writing this down and sharing this with your young guys in your youth group, because they're going to need all the help they can get. We know exactly what we're talking about, because two of us are single, so it's yeah. all good.
2: Especially if they can't pick up enough chairs. Yeah, straight up.
0: <laughs> we see this one a lot today, and I think a few, a few of us have done it. Um, I'm
2: usually not very prophetic, but I could see us together. <laughs> Here's one that you should not do, this is a horrible pickup line, but it's kind of funny. Uh, me, you, so Song of you, Song of Solomon, Solomon Remakes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that one.
1: Here, here's, here's, so, here's so if one. you're a
0: young guy and you're listening to this right now, do not re- read the Song of Solomon.
1: Yeah, it, that wait. Is, that's that's something that you wait for. I understand you're you know, reading through the Bible, all that stuff, but uh, ask your pastor, youth pastor, before you do that, because believe me, it's a... Uh, But speaking of of Solomon, I got one for you. Now you know why Solomon had 700 wives, because he never met you. Oh, man. Mm, Yeah, that's a good one. That's cheesy, bro. That's super cheesy. All right, you guys got any more? I
0: don't think so. I'm interested in full-time ministry, and not only that, I also play the guitar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one's bad. Oh, hey, what about this one? You float my ark.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) I just got to say a forewarning to the ladies. Um, If a guy uses these on you, expect him to ghost you in about six
1: months. (laughs) Or, you know, better yet, just don't even talk to him because he does not have it all together.
0: Or don't even open the door of communication. Don't even give him your snap, your Instagram, your Facebook, or your
2: number.
1: And if for some reason, ladies, if you're dating one of these guys that use one of these on you, shame on you. Shame on you. (laughs) Like, don't even be nice to him because that's just... Like, it's come really on, weird. I b- didn't believe in predestination until I met you. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> uh, Calvinist Pig o
1: know. I, that, I don't know if that belongs to my PCG youth group. I'm just going to say it.
0: Goodness. So kind of to deviate from Christian dues and relationships, we can throw a couple more out there because why not? We have a lot of funny ones on the list. Um, here's one. What would you do for a callback
1: bar? Ah, uh, you know, that list is so long, you might as well say, what wouldn't I do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> I mean, you don't get abs like this. The F is silent in abs. Ab. You yeah. don't get an ab. In- Straight okay. up, you don't get an ab by not doing things for Klondike bars. <laughs> I would do some ungodly things for Klondike bars. <laughs> <laughs> you want to name those
2: ungodly things? I think I'd rather re- a refrain from such an activity.
1: We're trying to keep this PG-13. We understand the PG is out of our range. YouTube's going to demonetize this. We're getting monetized off. for this?
0: I hope not. Oh, we so
1: might. make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, check it. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, you know, we'll, we'll say that for the end.
0: <laughs> so ungodly things for a contact bar. That's right. Could be worse. Even... What would you do for a contact bar, Jonah? Dude, I would just walk into the store and buy it. That's it. <laughs> That's There's it. really not much you can do
2: just for a it. simple
0: just exchange of simple, currency. And yeah. You got it. Would you do the truffle shuffle? I mean, I'll do the truffle shuffle for anything. Can right you now? do it right now? You won't do it right you now. You won't though. do it right, nah. now. Do <laughs> it right now. Do it right Not now. Come for the on, podcast. do it right now. Yeah. We're going to get flagged on YouTube in our first nah. one and get kicked out.
1: We're talking about God. We're going to get flagged on YouTube anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
0: So, another question. We'll hit two more, and then we'll kind of wrap it up and get close to closing this podcast. Um, in our society and amongst us three, what is one thing that most people cannot live without?
1: Hmm. You know, we were having this conversation a little bit earlier because, you know, Keaton's getting me into the coffee game, right? You know, all the fun coffees, the specialty yeah. coffees. And one thing I've noticed is people cannot live without their coffee. Yeah. I mean, like, it's crazy. You spend five, six dollars on a cup of coffee three, four times a week. Add that up, you know, you got, what, 52 weeks in a year? It's like fifteen six hundred dollars a year just down the drain for coffee.
0: Think about all that money that you Christian girls are spending at the Starbucks before Church. Put it into the ministry.
1: Yeah, put it into bake sales, man. Some of us love bake sales, you know? Bake Cable. sales
2: are... You can tell we all love a good bake sale.
1: <laughs> we all love Jeez. a good bake sale. And you know what? You know, People like to say, you know, there's lots of different ways to a guy's heart, but let's be honest here. The only real way to a guy's heart is through his stomach. That's true. Mad facts. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure it's a proverb, actually. So what are some things you look for that at, got, uh, appeal you? At a bake sale? Dude, anything with peanut butter or chocolate. Peanut butter or chocolate? Mm-hmm.
2: I have a good one something that a lot of people can't live without nowadays this might be kind of strange but a lot of people would not know what to do if they had to lay down their own life they don't know what to do without their self like their understanding of who they are we put so much stock into identity which is should be a good thing when it's our Mm -hmm. our identities in in the right proper place but so many people don't know what to do without you know those little things that they feel like make up, who they are, whether it be their job or, you know, relationships, their car, their house, so many their different beard. things. Their beard. Yeah, yeah. Some people. I'd be very lost but,
1: without my beard. Not gonna lie.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they wouldn't. I really don't know do, what it feels like. <laughs> they wouldn't really know what to do to if they had to lay that stuff down, which spoiler, alert, they're called to lay all that down. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be a, it can be a barrier. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like one thing
0: is what people think people can't live without it. it's attached to us every single day is our cell phones. People like lose it. It's like the end of their life. They feel like it's the end of their life. I mean, eh, it's a materialist materialistic object. You don't really need it to keep living. I mean, of course you have a lot of information on there, but the end of the world's not going to happen if your phone gets lost or if you lose it in a lake or lose it in the river or gets drowned in the bathtub. Yeah, you
1: know, been there, done that. All three of those things. Don't ask about the bathtub. But, you know, it's hard. It can be a bit of a stretch when you first, you know, it's because you're, like, you're disconnected from your community, you know? Yeah. Like, because that, that's our entire lives. are on our phone nowadays, and it's just like... We're so
0: glued to it that we yeah. forget what's happening in front of us. Mm-hmm.
1: My all-time favorite memory, I'll never forget this, it was the first Tigers game I ever went to. First Major League Baseball game. And my mom, she was on the phone because she was, you know, doing work stuff. And she was texting, and she was texting, and just walking, 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 and bam, smacked right into a telephone pole. I mean, this thing was giant, probably about as big as this table. And she ran head first it just because she wasn't paying attention. Yeah. You know, and if you could do that in one of the busier cities of, you know, America, right in the middle of the heart of Detroit, I mean, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: us the story about the bathtub and the phone.
1: Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> this one time at band camp. Mm, that's it. A- I'm, thank God you guys didn't laugh at that. If any of you guys laugh at that at home, <laughs> DM me. We're going to have a private conversation about that because... You guys are heathens. So there's one time I band camp. <laughs> I didn't go to band camp. What kind of nerd do you think I am? Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, good. I don't. I don't have any more topics. I mean, we have one more that we could talk about to end out the night, but
2: let's go ahead. What is
0: it? Yeah, I mean, we might as well. All right, we're stranded on an island. We can bring one person, one item, and one tool. What are you gonna bring?
1: Hmm. One person, one item, and one tool, huh?
0: To start out, the one person I bring, the great ex- expedition person, Bear Grylls. He's a G living in the woods. One item, probably Flint. You can easily find some steel and some rock to get some fire started. One tool. Probably an axe. Because you're going to have to cut down some trees and build your little fort, build a little hut.
1: Not bad. Really practical, really practical. Let's see, if I could bring one person, I'd probably bring Joe Biden, because he's the president of the United States. And uh, there's no way that nobody's going to stop looking for him, so I'll be found eventually. There you go. Uh, One item... I'd probably bring a sleeping bag, you know, just cause, you know, gotta have, gotta have something to keep my, my tootsies warm at night, you know, and my one tool would probably be, uh, you know, I want to say it, but I'm not sure I can. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will. <laughs> I think my one tool, I'd probably bring a mosquito net. That's probably what I would bring. Cause I, you know, I don't want to, get I don't want to get eaten alive. Yeah,
2: so dude. yeah, um, I think for a tool, I'd bring a lighter. Okay. For an item, um, what what is an item? Like, what does that mean? Just pretty sure it's anything that isn't a tool. Anything that I would bring a sailboat with a bunch of <laughs> or a, a speedboat with a bunch of gas to get somewhere off of the island. There you go. Um, in a person. I don't know who wants to go on a speedboat trip with me. I'll, uh, I'll bring Caleb. <laughs>
1: there we go, we'll go. Heck yeah.
2: <laughs> so Joe Biden,
1: yeah, Caleb man. in a
2: speedboat. In a lighter just in case. Yeah, yeah a lighter just, in, just case.
1: in case. You never know, I need to blow up a boat.
2: Like we could figure our deaths.
1: Yeah. Figured out.
2: You could find Atlantis, figure our deaths, and go swim down to Atlantis and live there forever.
1: That'd be mad. Become a shark awesome. boy
2: and then meet Lava Girl.
0: And use our pickup, Christian pickup lines on her and... Yeah, you know, this is, salvation. this is
1: exactly what I'd say. Is is it hot in here, or is that just the Holy Spirit burning inside you? Whoa. Yeah, that's right. I got game, boys and girls. I got game.
0: Oh, on that note. <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, tuning in and listening to the Eighth Day Circumcision of the Heart podcast. Uh, definitely going to bring some meaty topics next week, so be prepared. Beefy um, topics. Beefy. Straight Mad protein. thick, dude. Mad thick, beefy topics. So,
1: we're gonna have to cut against the grain for these ones, boys.
0: Definitely bring the shears. We're we're
1: eating steak tomorrow, just in case you guys are wondering why we're talking like this. Beef. We're eating steak. Oh, yeah. You got steaks? Absolutely. Heck yeah. They're in Keaton's freezer. Oh, really? (laughs) Leave
2: it to this guy,
1: leave it to that guy.
0: Heck yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll do the outro again due to steaks.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm Caleb. I'm Jonah. I'm Keaton.
0: And this is the 8th Day Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Tune in on Facebook or YouTube for all of our future podcasts. And uh, stay connected on us on social media. We'll put our um, oh, thumbnails and the Don't forget, the to, if you want to
1: throw some questions in there, throw some questions yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, shoot for us a sure. message on our Instagram or just mm-hmm. put some in the comments. Definitely, we want to get some questions from you guys, not just from what we have.
1: But we definitely want to get some outside questions. They don't have to be Christian-related. No, they could just be, what kind of underwear does Jonah wear? I'll tell you. Not here because you didn't ask. But I'll tell you. We'll see you guys next week <laughs> yeah. for the 8th Day Podcast. Hit yeah. that like button and subscribe. It's yeah. sweet.